0: Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Wattress. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Hello again, I'm so glad to be back on this podcast with you. Um, last time we were talking about the Holy Spirit and living a full life um, as a Christian and um, And it's it's so exciting to talk about these things because we're living in a generation where there's a lot of burnt-out Christians, there's a lot of dead Christians, there's a lot of um, just uh, people that don't have any fire about themselves. And um, I'm telling you, these things are life-changing in our Christian walk. And so we're talking about living a fresh Christian life. Um, We didn't even get to it last time, but there are some qualities um, of, a, of a fresh Christian. Somebody who's, you could say, hey, yeah, now that person, that person, there's something different about them. They are, they're different. I want to be like them. They're full of life. They don't look like uh, they sucked on a pickle today. I mean, they're just, there's just something about them that's different. Listen, we don't want to blend. Uh, we don't want to blend into the world and be like them. Um, they're looking for something different. They're looking for some, something uh, that they don't have, not something that they do have. Um, and so I'm excited to jump into these things today with you again. Um, last time we had mentioned the verse, 1 Corinthians uh, 3.16 in the Amplified Bible, and I'll read it again. Uh, this uh, today, and we can just look at this and then we're going to get into some of these qualities. Um, We said, um, do you not know and understand that you, the church, are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells permanently in you collectively and individually? So not only does the Holy Spirit dwell with us and, and he's with us, in, collectively in a, in a church service or where, wherever we gather together, but he's, in, he's with us individually. And that is, I love that. I love that. I love that I can walk around during the day and I have that helper, that greater one on the inside of me. Um, it's priceless. So we talked about that. We talked about being a house uh, that the spirit of God uh, lives in and, that, um, and dwells in. And then we kind of mentioned a little bit about uh, being a a Christian on fire. What does that mean? Whenever you hear somebody say that, what does that mean? Uh, That means that you are full. You are full. Whenever you see a full Christian, you see a Christian on fire. I mean, they're not ashamed of of anything. They're not ashamed to go out and, and tell someone about Jesus and how he changed their life. Uh, they're not, you know, hiding things. They are out front with the gospel and they are on fire. Um, it's interesting over in, and this actually wasn't in my notes today, but if, if you look at Acts chapter two, um, and you, and, and you read, you know, the account of when the day of Pentecost came. It says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And this is my favorite verse, verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to do something. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And yes, I said tongues, and no, I'm not ashamed of it. (laughs) So people back off of that, and they they won't say it, and they get all ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it because it's the power, the power on the inside of us. Um, But it says they were all filled, all filled. So when people are filled, something happens to them. Something happens to them, and they begin to act different. In fact, if you go on to read in, in Acts uh, 2 there, it's, uh, it says that he, because he filled the room, he filled them, they got drunk in the Holy Ghost. There was great joy uh, in, in that city. There were things happening. Things were moving, and I'm not you know, going fully into that today, but I just wanted to read you that verse, that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They were all filled with the Spirit of God. And so when he comes in, he does something. You don't just remain the same. You don't just act the same. There's something different about you. You're marked. And so one of the qualities, uh, one of the first qualities that I think of is that a person that's filled is unwavering. They are unwavering in everything. I mean, if you meet somebody, you would... You would sometimes even, people use the word radical. Oh, they're just radical. Those are the radical group over there. They're the ones that are over the top. I'm telling you, I've been in church most of my life, and I would rather be in, in, in that, more to that um, aspect of a Christian than to be uh, the frozen chosen over here where there's no movement, there's nothing going on, and their lives look exactly like everybody else's. Um, no, he, he said he came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly, bigger, greater, uh, with more effect. And so um, that's the kind of life um, I think people are looking for. But a, a lot of us Christians haven't exemplified. And so it, it, we're living in this hour. We're living in this time where if, if ever there was a time to be filled with his spirit and be on fire, it's now. It's now um, 2.23. Let's go. Here we go. So um, number one, one of the qualities of a Christian on fire or fresh, there's a freshness about them, is they're unwavering. They're not going to move backwards uh, when, when the pressure starts coming. Oh, you're a Christian. Oh, you know, be quiet. I don't want to hear. No, they're, they're unwavering. Um, I, lo- I like this verse a lot. First John 4.4. 4 says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. An unwavering Christian, one who's on fire for God, one who lets that power uh, reside on the inside of them and, and grows in these things on a daily basis. I mean, we we, we can get into to that in a, in a later podcast on how how you do those things, but I mean, just daily, you're, you're praying in the Holy Ghost. You're, you're, you're not skipping out on church and, and, you know, trying to do things on your own. You are connected. You are connected to God and you're connected to his people. And, um, he he said he's greater in us. And so He's overcome the world, so because He lives in us, we've overcome the world. So we don't have to be afraid. Second uh, Timothy one six says, He's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So I don't have to be afraid. He knew what time I would be born. He knew that I was born at the time I was and that I would be living in, in the time I am. And what's going on in the world? Well, you know, you don't know because everything's iffy in the world right now. And there's so many things happening and we just have to be real careful. No. In fact, we have to be a greater force in the earth. We have to be more on fire than we ever have been, not back down and be afraid and timid and and be afraid of uh of, of what, what is going to happen to us, we have to go forward with the power of God on our lives. Amen? And so uh, also we see, I like this verse too, um, Ephesians 5, and I had just a couple scriptures today, uh, which is great. We have to have the word and the spirit. This is true. Ephesians 5 and verse 7. And uh, let, let's see. Let's do this. Start in verse 6. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. With who? With those who deceive you with empty words. There's a lot of people out there today that have a lot of words and a lot of deception. And we have to be careful what we listen to, don't we? Therefore, it says, do not be partakers with them. I like this. Here's verse eight. For you were once darkness... That's who we were. But now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is accept- acceptable to the Lord, and having no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Wow, that sure goes against the grain of the things that are out there today, doesn't it? Oh, we have to be quiet and we have to be this way and we have to say things this way and we have to do things this way. No, um, according to the to the Bible, right here that I'm holding in my hand, it says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them, expose them. Well, I, in other words, I'm not gonna just let uh, Sister Susie and, and Mr. JoJo go around and do whatever they want to do in my life and in my sphere of influence. In other words, I have a voice and I have something to say. Of course, it stays with the word of God and, and we, we live it in front of them. And so these things are, are very important. I like it, uh, it, it goes on to say, for it is, un, it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. In other words, whatever exposes it is light. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you life. See then that you walk circumspectly. Look around, in other words, before you step, one translation says. If you look up the word uh, circumspectly, it says, look around before you step. In other words, see how you're walking. Look where you're going. Not as fools, but walk accurately as wise, wise people, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wow. Are the days evil that we're living in? Oh, yeah. Things are cooking towards the end. I mean, I, you know, Jesus is coming soon. I just can't get off of that. Jesus is coming soon. And, uh, so these things are very pertinent to us, at, uh, in the times we're living. It says in verse 17, therefore don't be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. What, what is your will, Lord? What do you want us to do? And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation or excess, but be filled with, With the Spirit. So today we're talking about qualities of a Christian on fire or a Christian who's fresh. Well, what is it? Ephesians 5, 18 says, they're filled with the Spirit. How are they filled with the Spirit? Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. I like this, and giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. So there's these qualities of a person who's filled with the spirit of God. They're speaking to one another in Psalms. In other words, they're going around, they're full of the Holy Ghost. They're speaking in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Now, I know that might sound goofy to some people, especially in the day we live in. You and you don't walk into the publics and say, start rattling off a hymn to somebody that you don't know. That's going to be weird. <laughs> but, um, uh, it says, giving of thanks in your heart to the Lord. Here's how I do it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much that I'm filled with your spirit. Thank you that you're doing a mighty work in us today. Thank you that you're using me in, in, in my sphere of influence today. Thank you that as I walk into the grocery store, as I go about my day, thank you. Thank you that you've blessed my family. Thank, and I just go on, and Thanksgiving is always on my lips. That's a whole nother sermon, really, in itself. But we're thanking him and we're submitting to one another in the fear of God. In other words, we're not prideful, we're not full of ourselves, but we are full of the life and the power of God. So I'm looking accurately where I'm going. I'm looking around and I'm making sure that I'm stepping carefully, but I'm unwavering in my stance. I'm unwavering in the way that I'm doing things because I'm standing in his strength and in his power, not in my own strength and my own power. Isn't that good? I love it. We don't want to be stagnant Christians. I like the definition of being stagnant. It means no activity. It means dull. Have you ever been around a dull person? Somebody who just is absolutely just lifeless. And then you find out, oh, by the way, they're a Christian and they go to that church. And you're like, wow, yeah, I don't think I I want to go with you on Sunday to that church because I, I don't I don't want to be like you. Listen, we are living billboards of his goodness and people, what they see, it's not just when you're at church. It's all the other time when you're not at church. <laughs> it's, it's all the other time when you're at your job and you're in the grocery store and you're at your school events with your kids. It's in those times that people are looking at your lives saying, wow, now do I want to be like that person? I know they I know they go to church. I've heard them say they do. I know that they say that they're saved, but what is it different? Because I don't see anything. I don't want to live with no activity in my life. I don't want to live dull. I like this. Another definition is a confined space having no current or flow and having an unpleasant smell about it. Wow. Now, we won't get into that, but I'm telling you, there are some Uh, It seems like, you know, that have been safe for years and years. And they're like, bless God, I'm a Christian. Well, there's there's like an odor coming off of you and maybe not a physical odor, but an odor about you that you're you're you have a stank attitude. You're 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 just you're just cranky. And there's no life about you. I'm telling you, a fresh touch from God, a fresh touch from the Holy Spirit, I mean, it will change you. It will rearrange you. That's why we can't just have one-time touch. We can't have a one-time event in our life. We have to be being filled, it says. Be being filled. In other words, on a continual basis. That's why we call this everyday revival, because it's not just a one-time revival. It's an ongoing thing in our lives. It's a daily, it's a minute-by-minute. Minute. I'm talking with the Master. I have a relationship with Him. I know His voice, and the voice of a stranger I don't follow. See, it's a ongoing process in our lives. And so... I'm going to leave you with that today. We're going to pick back up on that on the next podcast. Hallelujah. We are, we are just cooking along here, but I'll leave you with this. What is the first uh, quality of a Christian on fire or somebody who's fresh in their Christian walk? They have freshness about them and they're not dull and stagnant. They're unwavering. Look for that quality in someone. Praise God. It's good to talk with you and be with you today. I'm so excited about our next podcast. I'll meet you on the next one.